Hello, and welcome to your spiritual journey. Right now, your soul is speaking to you. I'm Jenny Israel, and I'm a medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. It is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose. In each episode, I will allow spirit to speak through me, and we will explore energy forecasting, teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness, increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life, and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you. I love to have this time in the morning to just sit and do my morning meditations, which is my time to connect. That's just for me. This was one of my goals for the new year was to find a deeper path and, and deeper meaning and deeper connection that was just for me and, you know, not for anyone else. However, you guys know that I am a big believer in the fact that we are all connected and inside of that unity, when one of us gets a message, often it is for the collective or for many. I'm very much a believer in the fact that even though the role that I play of the healer and the counselor and you know the the intuitive and the teacher i am a student in every minute of every day and the clients that are walking in my door and the messages for them are more often than not also for me and so in that i wanted to share with you today um the meditation that came through and i i really i find such deep meaning in this for a couple of reasons today is inauguration day so you know, it's kind of a, a day one of a new beginning in a, in a certain way. Um, today is also for this particular year, the first day of um, Aquarius. So those who have birthdays from here through um, the about the same time in February are our Aquarians. And I just thought it would be kind of cool to, you know, look at this almost like as a reading for our our Aquarian time um, and also the fact that it starts on inauguration day I thought was really interesting and the messages that were coming through today were very much in line with the things that I've been hearing over the last couple of days so I have a feeling this is probably one of our like the the weekly energy or the introduction into the incoming months energy meaning the the Aquarian month not necessarily you know, January or February, but this bridge between the, the zodiac shift and the planets in the sky. And the Aquarian, this Aquarian month is in its full power because all of the planets that support it are all where they should be. None are retrograde or anything like that. So we're, we're looking at kind of doubling down in this theme that we've been talking about inside of the age of Aquarius inside of this period that fully supports that. So it should be a very powerful time of transformation in general and not a coincidence that a lot of the messages that were coming through today were very much in line with that. Now, what I've been hearing in my head quite frequently over the last couple of days is 
the the symbolism of the hero's journey. And for those who don't know what the hero's journey is, I will I'll give you the the cliff notes. But the hero's journey is is something that has been around. I mean, you can call it a myth, you can call it lore, you can call it whatever you want, but it essentially is a call into a, a path of transformation where you start out in, I'll say you start inside the intellect, but you're given some sort of sign from God, really, that it's time to go on this journey. And even inside mm -hmm. of Inside of the intellect, we have a lot of doubt. We have a lot of fear. You know, there's a lot of resistance. There's these things that keep us from proceeding on that path that we know in our heart is not going to be easy. But at some point, we receive a sign, whether it's from circumstances, whether it's from within, whether we have some sort of sign show up, you know, in the hero's journey inside of, myth, you know, the, the myth or the lore of it. There's often some sort of mystical sign. And the the unicorn is actually the, the the mythology of the unicorn is actually deeply tied into this. You know, it was often thought that the sign of the unicorn was a sign from God or, you know, that this, it was time um, for you to embark on this hero's journey. And as time went on, the unicorn, and I've talked about this in previous videos, but the, the unicorn then kind of merged with the sign of the white stag. Um, there's a lot of Celtic lore around that, but after Christianity, they started looking at this more from a perspective of that this was literally the energy of Christ calling you into the path of transformation and resurrection. So there is these little charts that show the very basic version of the hero's journey and you, you're called onto the journey and just before you you enter into what would be considered the downward turn, right? This is where we start going deep, 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 down into the the realm of potentially unrevealed truth or unrevealed trauma challenges, you know, all of the things where the really deep growth happens. We're introduced to a mentor or a teacher or a helper helper of some kind that's going to take us through that journey. And then we, we hit the bottom and the bottom is considered the dark night of the soul. That's the death. It's also the rebirth. So you hit the darkness at the bottom of this cycle and then you start the upswing and it's on the upswing where you start to come into contact with more of what we would consider the the energy of the divine mother so we're starting with the intellect which is the power given by the divine father we move into the one of the last phases of the hero's journey is atonement. And we look at atonement from the perspective of being faced with our own stuff, right? And, and inside of that stuff that we've come face to face with, which, you know, in the, the mythological or the lore based stories, you're facing the demon, you're facing the adversary. Okay. But most often this is within us. It's our own adversary. It's our own demons. It's our own dark thoughts. It's, you know, however you want to look at it. And we come face to face with this thing and we realize 
how much strength we really do have and how much purpose we have. And we start to identify ourselves in the eyes of God. And this, this spiritual transformation and awakening inside of ourselves that then brings us into this atonement phase where we're in forgiveness of self, really, more than anything, learning to have compassion for ourselves, love for ourselves, forgiveness for ourselves, and all of those things open our hearts into the love for the love of the divine mother to come in. And so we make a full balance cycle through the intellect into the, into the heart, into the emotions. And this final awakening of self is considered the, the gift of the goddess. So this is where we allow the divine mother to come in that mothering love of self nurturing, compassion, acceptance, safety, support, all of those things that the proverbial mother offers us. And we come out on the other side, a richer, deeper, better version of ourselves inside of the the hero's journey. And so I believe that today being the day that it is and inauguration day, the beginning of the, you know, the, the month of Aquarius, I feel like we are embarking on another hero's journey. And I think each of us are doing this inside of our own lives, but we're doing this as a collective. And the first thing I'm going to read you is the the little excerpt that um, is in my daily book that I, I like to read. And for January 20th, the entry is called Learn When It's Time to Adapt. Now, today is a day of change on on lots of levels. And in general, we don't like change. Change is uncomfortable. You know, even if it's a change that we want, there are parts of our ego that says, well, I'm comfortable where I am. Even if where you are is an uncomfortable place, we learn how to get comfortable in that. Well, that's our adaptability. Whether we want to admit that or not, it's being able to adapt inside of any situation, whether we want to be there or don't want to be there. Okay. So, This entry is about learning when it's time to adapt. Life is constantly changing and so are we. With change comes the need to learn to adapt. Some adaptation comes naturally. On my trip, I watched even the subtle changes in my body as I traveled from climate to climate. In the warm, dry climate of Arizona, I needed more water. My body needed lotion, my hair different shampoo and conditioner. In the high mountain climates, I found myself breathing differently, needing to give myself more time to rest. People who live in different places and different cultures adapt to the climate and ways of the world around them. We can learn to adapt to situations in our life as well, to the constant evolution of the world around us, at home, at work, within our social groups. Change is constantly taking place. Most of us are constantly on the move, meeting new people, being exposed to new situations, or needing to deal with situations that have themselves changed. There are times when we can't adapt to the changes around us, when no matter how hard we try, we cannot force ourselves into new circumstance. Our body won't allow it because this change isn't right for us. We need to learn to adapt to change, but we also need to learn to learn to tell when a situation is wrong for us and not to force ourselves to fit within it. Be sensitive to the changes, both subtle and dramatic around you and in you. Give yourself time and freedom to adapt to these changes and figure out what they mean to you. Give yourself time to catch up. Be gentle with yourself, listening to your needs. 
let yourself adapt to the changes that are right for you. And I think that this is an interesting level of truth because it speaks more to our microcosm inside of the macrocosm. So there are lots of big things that happen around us in our culture and our country and our government and our churches, you know, all of, and even inside of our families that are outside of our control. We can't change another's path. So we have to figure out that how inside of these very large changes that are happening that potentially we don't feel are right for us, we still, we forget that we still have control over our own personal lives, our own personal choices, the way that we can learn to adapt inside of a situation that potentially we don't want to adapt to. I think there's a way to do this that's still harmonious. It doesn't necessarily have to be a huge resistance to the big change that we can learn how to move with grace and ease and flexibility and fluidity inside of our own lives, given the bigger changes that are at hand, but doing things that work for us, adapting the way we live so we can be happy and we can feel, feel fulfilled without having to mold ourselves into something that does not feel good. It's not our truth. And that's okay. We learn how to move inside of that regardless. So the cards that I pulled today, I got a new deck for myself called the, the loving words of, from Jesus. And, and this was a personal thing for me of wanting to learn more about him as a teacher and the stories that he told and you know, learn a little bit more, connect a little bit more with the scripture that I was brought up in that I really don't know much about. Um, so this is more of a personal journey for me, which is why I chose one of these cards first today. And what's really interesting about this deck is that there's no guidebook, that the Bible actually becomes your guidebook. So you can go in and read the stories that are related to the card. And the card that I pulled is a, a verse, Matthew chapter 9, verse 29. That is according to your faith, be it unto you. And so when I went in to read the story, what I found really interesting is that it very much matched with the message I was getting yesterday, which yesterday when I did my meditation, there was a lot of manifestation statements and cards that were coming for forward, but they were asking me a very important question. And they were asking me the question of where are your thoughts, Jenny? Where are you focusing? Where are you focusing your thought energy and your emotional energy? right now and being very, very aware that the center and the calm that you're finding inside radiates out through your emotions and through your thoughts. And then that sends a message out into the universal consciousness for then what the hermetic law of reciprocity is going to send back, right? So this is manifestation. We send out a message, we get something in return. And so I was being questioned where are you inside of your thoughts about your health, inside of your thoughts about your your journey, your own journey, your own development, um, the world at large? Where where are you projecting your your thoughts and feelings? Well, this particular oracle card from the teachings of Jesus is very in line with the same thing, but it goes back to our faith. Okay, so the the message that i was taking was that it it talked about his visits with these people that had these uncurable ailments blindness they were crippled they were possessed they were mute 
They, you know, all of these different things that that were unhealable. Um, And his question to these people was always, do you believe I can do these things to help you? And they said, yes. And he would say to them, according to your faith, be it unto you, meaning it's your faith where the true power lies. Not necessarily the person that you're putting your faith into or or the power that you're giving to them. The power is coming from within you. It's like what you truly believe you can achieve and do. There will be someone or something or, you know, this is that thing that's going to support you make to make that true. But it's all coming from inside of you. And it's coming from how deep, where is your faith? How deep does it go? What do you believe to be true right now? And and questioning those things because the more focus and energy that you put into what you believe and and is your personal truth and your faith is what the is your life is going to give you more of that. Okay. The second one came from the Akashic Tarot deck, and I got the Queen of Roses card, but it came upside down, reversed. Now, when I saw the Queen of Roses, I instantly thought that this was the energy of the Divine Mother. But why is it coming in upside down? And so when I read the meaning of it, it made so much sense to me because, again, it comes back to within you. Are you even allowing yourself to open to receive the gifts of love and transformation that are trying to come in? And I think that the message for the world too is that we can't go into true healing and transformation unless we are opening ourselves to allow a process of self-love, uh, allow a process that we, that we truly believe that we can be loved and love and heal. You know, I, it's a, it's an important question that I do ask a lot of my clients is like, okay, if you're going to embark on this, this healing journey, are you ready to let go? of the old story that's connected to this illness or you know do are you ready to receive a different path are you ready to receive that healing and so i think that that's what this question is saying is are you allowing space for you can't go on the hero's journey unless you're opening open to receiving that last half which is to come up out of the darkness into love and into light. And are you in a place of self-worth to allow that to come in? A very deep and important part of transformation. It's not just about going bravely into the challenge. It's also about allowing yourself to be strong enough to allow yourself that vulnerability. And inside of that vulnerability is where the true, real radical self-care and self-love comes from. And the, the third card that I picked was a really interesting one, considering the messages that I was getting with everything else. I was drawn to my unicorn deck, which I started this telling you about the symbolism of that. So The card that I picked from the unicorn deck is one that I actually, the last time I pulled the unicorn deck, I pulled the same exact card. It's the strength card. So what's interesting about this is that I actually got a little bit of a double meaning on this. To go on the hero's journey and to 
emerge into our own darkness or into the challenges where the true gifts lie, where we truly discover ourselves and what we're made of, we need the strength and resilience to go into that place and stay there for as long as we need to until it's time to emerge out into the light again. So there's a gift in that. There's a gift in the challenge that is inside of transformation. Even though it's really uncomfortable and we might not want to be there, when we cross the bridge and look back, we're always given the opportunity to see all of the gifts that were offered inside of the the pain and the challenges and, and the discomfort. But the other thing that came to mind with this was the dark horse and the symbol of the dark horse. And so the, the symbol of the dark horse, it was a racing term that basically it was like the horse that nobody thought could win. Right. And all of a sudden it charges from the back of the line and wins the race. No one expected it. It was the blind spot. No one thought in a million years that that dark horse would come out and end up winning the race. And so it's it's the things that you don't see coming that surprise you that often are the things that reveal the the biggest return. And sometimes it takes the dark horse to come out of a place where we didn't expect and surprise us in a way that dismantles all of the things we have in place that, you know, have constructed our truth and our reality. Sometimes we need that thing to come out of nowhere and knock all that down so we can get a fresh look at the things that we didn't believe to be true. And now suddenly it's proven us wrong. And now we have to regroup and restructure and reevaluate those things. So we're also going to be moving into our Mercury retrograde on the 30th. So 10 days from now, but we're pretty much, we're in the the pre-shadow phase of Mercury retrograde already. I'm already starting to kind of see it show up inside of my schedule and, you know, things kind of moving around with that. But, you know, the retrograde time is often a really good time to reevaluate and and go back and and review where we are you know what's working what's not working where there needs to be adjustments and i think that this is very true inside of our own minds and inside of our truth and belief structures and to really go back into where is my faith where are my foundations Where am I finding my support, my safety? Am I open to receiving the gifts that are trying to come into my life to to complete this transformation? And there's all different cycles of transformation. You know, I mean, it's those of us who are really into doing the work um, and developing ourselves and our connections. We're kind of always in a cycle, you know, but it, it does appear that we're getting ready to go into another cycle. Um. And we're, and we're being called as individuals into this and as a, as a collective, we're, we're being called into this. And, you know, it, it bears, a a repetition of what I have been saying for a while, which is where are you going to place your focus? Where are you giving your power? Are you giving power to the joy? and the love 
and the adventure and the opportunity and the journey? Or are you giving your focus and energy and power to the suffering and the struggle and the pain? Where we choose to place the majority of our focus is what we do give power to and and we will get more of that. This isn't to say that you can't explore and honor those feelings that are coming up inside of your body and your mind because they have messages for you. And we are meant to use them to navigate. But finding balance inside of those two things and leaning more towards the the perspective of growth and evolution and you know the the power that comes from self empowerment versus placing power on something that's outside of you that you have no control over and we become very disconnected from our from ourselves and our ability to make choices and we feel hopeless and helpless and out of control in our own lives but we can take our own power back uh and i think that the the process of the hero's journey that's one of the biggest the biggest takeaways inside of those journeys we go through is that we do get reconnected with the power that is within the god within right and and the god within is in very much in line with the aquarian transformation so just wanted to share that message for today. Um, it hit me, it impacted me big. Like I started to wonder if I was even going to be able to get on here to share with you guys because I was so emotional. It really moved me like in my heart space, really moved me the, how profound this message was as it was coming through piece by piece and digesting that just for me mm-hmm. on my own path, but also the potential impact that it has for us as a collective. So sending you all love today um, on this this day of, of new beginnings, the beginning of a new cycle, and potentially the beginning of a new hero's journey. So I love you guys. Uh, have a wonderful day and sending blessings and light to each and every one of you. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel and then the letter CPC. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.